This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and if you're listening to me, you are part of the Last Call Caravan. And it's going to be a quick one tonight because I just finished another podcast where I was pontificating for a solid hour. I could barely make it through that, and I don't know how much longer I can make it through this, but I did make a commitment. I do have another show in store tomorrow because I am the ultimate person for maintaining my integrity. I was a bit bumbly and I bumbled around that sentence just because I was trying to pull something up. I'm only going to talk about one article. It's a fairly important article. It was penned by Paul Anthony Taylor. And he comes up with something that's very, very interesting. And buried in a document to the European Commission titled Strengthening Cooperation Against Vaccine-Preventable Diseases all the way back on April 26, 2018, we find nothing else than the groundwork and proposal for a vaccine passport. Now, let me just reiterate the date or repeat the date. April 26th, 2018. And then the roadmap documents. Basically, how do we make this happen? How do we make a vaccine passport happen? Was issued in early 2019. But, but I thought that COVID and, and coronavirus... I thought that was the reason why we needed a vaccine passport. No. This kind of thing has been on the books for at least, at least two and a half years. And only, only now is it coming to fruition. And they decided to use COVID and the corona hysteria as the vehicle to make sure that people get this vaccine passport. And in this article, they talk about all sorts of terms or mention terms that were unheard of prior to COVID, like vaccine hesitancy and countering vaccine hesitancy and the term unexpected outbreaks. And, oh gosh, we have to authorize innovative vaccine uh, vaccines, including for emerging health threats. So what, what all of this stuff was written long ago, and it's only coming to fruition now. It's, we're only being made aware of it now. So what is the real reason for these vaccine passports? I've gone over it a number of times. But ultimately, it is a way for total and complete control. Think about it. If they get a digital currency so that there is no more physical currency out there and you are tied 
to a vaccine passport, that means that if you don't get your vaccine, then you are not going to have access to your money and therefore unable to live. Or you will be rounded up and thrown somewhere in a quarantine camp. Oddly, sounds like a concentration camp. Uh, to make sure you're not a danger to the rest of humanity, as Klaus Schwab likes to say. Um, yeah, Klaus Schwab family worked with the Nazis throughout World War II, um, and he is all about the Great Reset. He even authored a book and gave it to all of the world leaders. Gave the book out. Didn't even charge them a nickel for it. And it talks about all of that stuff. It talks about tying in your social credit score, basically how you look at social media, how you portray yourself on social media, what search engines you use, and what you look up on those search engines, all of that, including, you know, your credit score, uh, how you spend your money, what you do, how you contribute to society, all of that adds to your social credit score, including your vaccine passport and whether or not you've gotten all the vaccines that your government recommends you get. All of that lumped together will allow you to rank at a certain level within society in the new normal. That sounds awfully Nazi-ish to me, Mr. Schwab. And I'm not surprised someone of your pedigree has decided to come up with something like that. Or, at the very least, rewrite and edit a first draft edition of that same policy that was created back in the 1920s and 30s. So with this thing that we're talking about here tonight, the roadmap that was issued in early 2019, the strengthened cooperation against vaccine-preventable diseases, the timing of this was extremely odd because we had the Global Vaccination Summit in Brussels on September 12th, 2019. And they brought about and introduced the whole idea of a vaccine passport. And oddly enough, what is relatively significant about that date is that it is roughly 30 days before the very, very odd simulation of a coronavirus outbreak exercise took place, hosted by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, and Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. And that took place on October 18th, 2019. So, yeah. All of you people are disgusting, and it is extremely telling that both events occurred within a month of one another, and then lo and behold, 2020 hits, and we've got corona, and Bill Gates is at the top of the list. Of for some reason, this person is able to determine policy for 7.5 billion people on the planet. The World Economic Forum, run by Klaus Schwab, who wants everybody to adhere to his social credit score. He's in charge of the World Economic Forum. You're telling me that these people don't speak? 
You're telling me that these people don't communicate and try to move pieces. These individuals, I won't say they're human, but these individuals are so well connected that they can literally move countries and manipulate whole populations and continents of people at the stroke of a pen. But no, this is just organic. The coronavirus just popped up out of nowhere. We don't even know where it came from. Oh, just enough. Enough. And now we have to start asking ourselves, what is the whole purpose beyond the complete and utter control that is the potential in a vaccine passport? I mean, going further with all of this, the issue then becomes money and the culling of humanity. It was pointed out that these vaccines reduce the effectiveness of the protein that is generated that normally keeps cancer in check. Basically, this also proves that the Italian doctor from the 90s is probably correct. Italian doctor from the 90s, wife, terminally ill, did all of the recommended treatments found out the wife was not getting any better. So he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at this whole thing uh, and I'm going to say I know nothing about cancer. I'm going to start from scratch and I'm going to analyze what it is I'm looking at here. And he essentially found out that cancer is a fungus and the fungus is being constantly kept in check and put under control uh, by the body. And so it's essentially due to environmental factors, food, uh, health, genetics, that this fungus gets out of control. And so what the body experiences is a fungal bloom or a fungal outbreak. And the body's natural defense mechanism sets up a big clump of cells to make sure the fungal outbreak doesn't go any further. And that's where the tumors come from. So the tumors are there to control the fungal outbreak. And he found out that if you inject essentially baking soda, not only baking soda, obviously, you can't break out the arm and hammer and sprinkle sprinkle it around and you're good to go, but essentially baking soda into the tumor, it destroys the fungal outbreak. And then the body itself destroys or gets rid of naturally the quote-unquote abnormal cell growth. Because the abnormal cell growth that we all are told that's cancer is really part of the human immune system to make sure the cancer and the fungal outbreak doesn't go any further. So when you remove the fungal outbreak through the baking soda, the body takes care of itself and says, we're going to get rid of our natural defense mechanism. And then it goes away on its own. Obviously, he started to practice this. He got in a heap load of trouble from Italian authorities because he wasn't doing the right thing to the pharmaceutical industry. This has to do with money. You have to get your 
COVID shot every six months, they're saying right now. Even though the original thing, the original article was it lasts for at least six months. That got changed to every six months, you're probably going to have to get a COVID shot. Money, weakening the immune system, making sure you're in compliance, making sure you are totally controlled through this new cashless society, the new normal. And if you're not, you will not be able to interact like you used to be able to. And you will be ostracized. And that's okay with me. And that is the last call with Chris Michaels. And enjoy your evening or day, depending upon when you listen to this glorious podcast.